Hi everyone, my name is Alexandra, but everyone calls me A. And my name is Sean. We are the hosts of the Yodeling Sock Puppet Podcast. In this podcast, we talk about a wide variety of topics like Disney, Mario Kart, TV shows, Harry Potter, and so many other random topics. Welcome back to another episode. Hi everyone, welcome back. Welcome back everyone. All right. So we're going to be doing our podcast about who, not who, what. Sorry, I'm so used to talking about our podcast with um, people, but these aren't people. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna be, actually a lot of the things we will be talking about are people today, because two of our yeah, things are about characters. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so what me and A are doing is we're trying to find out what the best Disney movie is in our opinion. Based on something weird things that we're rating movies on. Not weird, because they're pretty straightforward. This intro is really weird today. I don't know. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw us on a sidetrack real quick just so we can like, you know, a little brush over that a little bit. This is coming out January February, March fourth. But for us, it's not even the year twenty twenty two. Isn't that crazy? Yep. In five it hours it will be New Year's Eve. five hours. It will be spending our New Year's Eve recording this wonderful (laughs) podcast. You guys are so lucky that you just have such amazing podcasters like us to listen to who dedicate their New Year's Eve to this. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Okay. So, if you don't know the show, we're we're trying to find the best Disney movie. Um. So me and A chose our top twenty favorite Disney movies. Um. Minus Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty. That was an oversight. We apologize. Big regrets. Um, we do very much love them, those movies. And we talk about them basically every podcast because we regret not putting them in the first episode because now it's too late. Bambi and Lady and the Tramp would be cut out real quick. Yeah. So the movies we'll be talking about today are Bambi. Hunchback of Notre Dame. Alice in Wonderland. Lady and the Tramp. Wreck-It Ralph. Black Cauldron. The Little Mermaid. Beauty and the Beast. Aladdin, Lion King, Pocahontas, Hercules, Mulan, Emperor's New Groove, Moana, Princess and the Frog, Frozen 1, Frozen 2, Tangled, and Zootopia. So we've been doing, this is our fourth episode of doing this. We rate them off of a ton of different criteria. Like we've done their main character, where all the animation is, their villain, the message they have. Some examples of past episodes, go listen to them. If you haven't before you listen to this one, so you can be caught up. Um, but today we're going to be talking about secondary characters, character development, and remember, rememberable. How rememberable the movie is. That's a really hard word to say. Yes. This is Muy our difficil. second. Muy difficil. Um, this is the second to last episode. We only have one more after this. Um, and then we calculate the points. Yes, which we need to. Start doing so, a little advance. Usually we, like, keep track so we don't yeah, have to do as it. much work for the last episode, but we've yet to do that. So the last episode's mm-hmm. looking a little hefty right now. Um, yeah. So how we do it is some car- some categories are weighed more than others. So stuff like today we're going to be talking about secondary characters. Those aren't as important as how, like, rememberable the movie is. Or I don't know if we're doing um, character development. I don't uh, know. We haven't really figured extra. out all the points yet, so... But we'll talk about it. It is at the top, but it only has one. But I feel like character development is a big point of the movie. Yeah. 
don't know. We'll talk about it after the podcast. Okay. Because we have to start scoring them soon. Anyway. Okay. Jumping into it. So, yeah. So, first, we're going to start with secondary characters. Me and A listed um, their secondary characters that we were judging them off of. And it kind of got confusing because some of them are basically main characters. But if they're not the absolute main <laughs> characters, they're going to be on this list. So, like, Zootopia, we, like, Nick Wilde will be a secondary character, even though he's pretty much the main character. Um, same with, like, Moana, like, Maui will be... And, like, same with Aladdin, with Jasmine, like, that type of situation. Like, if they're not, like, the, the main character that you're following throughout the movie, like, their journey, then they are considered a secondary character. And according to this list, you might see it differently. That's your opinion. That's fine. All right. So, secondary <laughs> characters. Sean already explained it a little bit. Then we need to go fix it. Um, but in last place, we have Hunchback of Notre Dame. Um, some... We grouped, we grouped um, for this. So, there's only 19 spots. So, this comes at number 19 because there is... Um, Frozen 1 and Frozen 2 basically have the same secondary characters besides like maybe Frozen 2 is like two more people so we just put them together because I want to be fair to uh, you know yeah that type of thing so the number is next to it so we can like refer to it easier okay so number 19 Hunchback of Notre Dame we said all the things are shifted down which is really cute because it says Thumper and Flower next to our little thing so that's <laughs> not right the same thing <laughs> happened yesterday there's something weird going on here our um google sheet is haunted everyone the black hole drum got deleted i think we just click a lot of things on accident um anyways uh hunchback and notre dame we said the side characters would be we gotta move this if you interrupt me one more time while i try to say the side characters in hunchback and notre dame i'm gonna go crazy lady don't leave can you hear her barking guys no now she's sniffing my trash can (laughs) Hunchback of Notre Dame side characters include Esmeralda. She's the princess in this movie. I don't know if she's a princess. No, she's not. But she side character. Um, the <laughs> There's three of them. Their names are like Laverne, Victor, Hugo, and Victor. I think something that those are the side character gargles. And then there's also Gargle. Captain or Gargles. Phoebus. <laughs> I think it's Captain Phoebe. He's the blonde one. Yeah, those are some side characters. Um, I haven't seen this movie in a super long time, but the only ones I really... Actually, I remember all of them but Phoebe. Um, Esmeralda, I don't know. She's there. See, like, I like the Gargoyles. Got, it got hard because a lot of these movies have really good side characters, but I feel like it's, I don't really remember a lot of them. Maybe this is just I haven't seen in a while, but none of them really stand out to me in this movie as being super helpful for the plot. Or no. being super helpful to Quasimodo. No, the gargoyles are kind of like commentators. They're kind of like the muses and Hercules. Yeah, a little bit. And they just kind of like are there. And I feel like they're not really necessary. I think their only point is to add like humor into like, a really dark movie. <laughs> yeah. And I guess they play that role right. But like I think a lot of I think it's just because a lot of other movies just have a lot have better um, side characters. Oh, agreed. Sorry. Okay. Lady in the Tramp. So, for Lady and the Tramp, I need we to said that the side characters were Jock, Trusty, Peg, and Mr. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Just skip over that one. <laughs> and the beaver. There we go. Right. Um, so, these, I think, have slightly better side characters because they do help them in more in Lady and the Tramp, and I think they help the plot a little bit better. Like, the only Jock one I is, really like, remember the... is Jock, though. So Jock and Trusty were the neighbors. 
Jock was mm-hmm. the little one, and then Trusty was that kind of older one. Like, I think mm-hmm. it was a dog he has. But he was, like, also right? a neighbor. Yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, and then, what's her name? Peg. Peg. She was the one in the jail. Not the jail. The pound who sang. She's a tramp. I like that song. <laughs> Is that the only thing she does? No, like, she helps him escape from the pound. Okay. Yeah, I don't she's know. Like I kind know of like, she's kind of like an old hat in the pound. She's like, I've been here many times. Like, I'm like, uh, she's like over it. Um, I feel like these aren't the most memorable, but you're right. They do actually help out in the plot. Okay. Number 17, we had Zootopia, which we could only think of one side character for this movie being Nick Wilde, and he is a phenomenal character. But just the fact that there's only one. Um, and not really any other supporting characters that are really distinguishable. Like, yeah, there are other characters, like the mayor and, like, her boss, or, like, the guy who works at the front desk, or Shakira, but none of them are really that helpful or lend anything to the movie, I feel like, add anything, mm-hmm. except for Nick. So that's why, like, Zootopia is so well on the list, is because, like, they're a secondary character, and I feel like yeah. I think there's other movies that have, like, four or five like really really strong side characters and honestly to make a good movie you need some good side characters in it and like you said nick's like a good side character he's basically man character and there are so many characters in this movie but they all play such small insignificant roles that they, i don't know they're more of like just like other characters not really like secondary ones and you just you need some good secondary characters in the movie yeah. it's essential and this movie just is lacking in that category Okay, next we have Moana. Moana does have some good side characters. I feel like a lot of movies just about her. And, like, Maui, obviously, is a side character and a really good side character. He's not just, like, my favorite character, though. And I feel like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just don't really care for Maui. I really like the pig. I can't think of its name. Um, Mm -hmm. The pig's really good. Yep. And then I love Hey Hey. But neither one of them really add to the plot or help out. They're kind of just, like, funny. Well, Hey Hey does catch the heart in his mouth. Forget, yes, you can't forget about that. That is true. Save the day. Um, but I feel like the movie is more just about her on her own, and like the side yeah. characters don't really play that big of a role in the movie, except for Maui. But I just don't, you know, I don't really care for Maui that much. Neither do I. He's not the greatest, which he's no. not really supposed to be the greatest. No, he's supposed to be flawed. He is. Next. Okay. Next is Pocahontas. The side characters are. Okay. Miko, Flit, Grandmother Willow, and I don't know if I'm saying this right, but Nakoma? Yeah, that's her that's best right. friend. But yeah, that's the best friend. Um, The best friend you don't see a lot. She's kind of present in the beginning of the movie. She doesn't really help anything. Uh, Grandmother Willow is a great side character. She really Love she Grandmother helps Willow. Po- Love helps Pocahontas Willow. to like, find herself. Amazing. And then Miko and Flit, they're both They're just kind of like cute. Yeah, like, so funny. Loves the crackers. Loves his crackers, Miko. Um, but yeah, they're not like super essential. It's kind of the same idea of like the pig and Hey Hey from Moana. They don't really like do a lot, but they're like funny. They add to it, but they're not the most like influential characters. And I feel like they're also not the most memorable. Like I can never remember the raccoon and uh, what is it called? Hummingbirds like hummingbird's names. Name. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'd say they are good side characters and they like are good for the movie because they kind of it needs like that. And I think Grandmother Willow is probably the best side character, even though she's, again, she's not in it a lot either, and she's a tree. Um, <laughs> nothing against trees, but she, yeah. 
It's like a weird like part of biggest, that movie. She doesn't play like the biggest role in the movie. No. We could also say, what's his name? John Smith. Oh, he's yeah. I like John Smith. But John Smith is like not the greatest. No, he's not great either. There's also Cocoaum. He's a side character, but he's not really in it a ton either. Yeah. So. But. There's more side John, characters. John Rolfe. <laughs> John Rolfe. There's more side characters in the, this movie, and they're a little more developed, but they're just like not the best all. They don't. I think like Pocahontas is just a really strong character on her own, which yeah. is good. Um, next we have number fourteen, and the side characters are Thumper and Flower. Thumper's the little so rabbit, and Flower's the little um, skunk. Both I think they're so both cute. really great. I love Thumper. I think he's really cute. It's, he's a great part of the movie. I don't. And Flower's also there. She's ironic. Good. He's good. Yeah, ironic name. Um, um, yeah. So, yeah, I think they do they add a lot to the plot. Like, I think they can at some points of the movie, but I don't know if they're like that. When we can't keep putting Bambi at the bottom, so we put it a little further up. <laughs> I like Flower and Thumper. Yeah, but when we're talking, actually talking about it, I feel like Polka should go higher. She has more side characters, they're more influential. I don't know, maybe that's just me. <laughs> I don't know, I like Flower and Thumper. I think they're, like, really iconic characters. I don't think any of the characters, like, I think, like, they're pretty recognizable. Like, everyone knows Thumper, but, like, does everyone know who Miko is? No. Everyone knows the raccoon. That's, like, a big part of the movie is the raccoon. I don't think everyone does. Have you ever seen that SNL skit where, um, <laughs> I think I've shown it to you, where it's, like, they're at Disney and they're doing a meet and greet for john smith and no one's coming to the meet and greet because no one knows who that is but then like it'll be like the grandmother at the beginning of up has like an hour wait and like andy going to college has like a three hour wait and then like john smith has nobody and then they have, like this weird they have, like this weird robotic like thing of me <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> and it's like the point that like no one knows the characters in pocahontas and they have a whole oh. snl skit about how nobody knows the side characters in pocahontas that's so, so sad <laughs> So yeah, it's a really clearly, good if, clearly if it's being talked about though, they're it's at least somewhat of a big deal. Big deal. That's the whole point. They're like the guy keeps going, and there's no wait for John Smith. <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch it after this. What? How did you spell lady on the next column? Look at where I'm highlighting. <laughs> okay, yeah, that? the lady and and the oh, got a little lady didn't. I spelled the word lady and and the tramp. The only word she spelled right and lady and the tramp is tramp. I Every was other- typing quickly. <laughs> she put L A D Y A for lady, D N for and, and R T H. Well, the A and Lady was because I didn't hit space before putting and. When I'm typing and, a lot of the time I type the D before the end on accident. And then when I was typing the, I don't know why the R is in front of it. <laughs> no explanation for that one. Okay, let's go on to the next secondary character, which is Wreck-It Ralph. And he has, real, he has a lot of good secondary characters. He has um, Vanellope, Fix-It Felix, and the Moppet Girl. 
Her name is funny. She doesn't really have a name, I don't think. Well, that's when I looked at blonde, one, blonde woman from Rugged Ralph. That's what came up. I think Vanellope's a really good side character. I think the other two like are like hit or miss. Like they're there, but I think Vanellope's a really good side character. Are you looking at Moppet Girl? Can you typing? I'm typing. Who is the female soldier in Rick and Ralph? It's Sergeant Tamora Jean Calhoun. Why did Moppet Girl, Girl come up? <laughs> I gotta look what that is. <laughs> Moppet Girl. What character is Sean thinking of here? Oh my god, Sean! <laughs> what? I'm gonna send you a picture real quick of what character you are talking about. It is the little girl who goes <laughs> and like plays Wreck It Ralph like religiously. Oh, I just looked her up. Okay, that's not what I'm thinking of. No. That makes sense why I looked a blonde girl. <laughs> Surgeon Tamora. Surgeon Tamora Jean Calhoun is the one that we are thinking of. Why is her name Muppet Girl? I don't know. Weird. If you guys are confused, just look up um, who Muppet Girl is from Wreck-It Ralph, and then look also look up who's the female soldier in Wreck-It Ralph, and you'll see the confusion we had. <laughs> They're both blonde and have short hair. I was like, there's no way they called her Muppet Girl. Surgeon Tamora. <laughs> <laughs> Did she mop in the? Um... No. Maybe it's because she kind of looks like a muppet, but they can't say muppet, so they said mop it. They can. They own the rights to muppets. Really? Yeah, it's Disney. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. Was that before they owned the rights? I don't know. You are the Disney expert here. How do you not know this information? I'm trying to look up. Um, how she got her name? So, could you just give me a second? Oh, oh how did they get the talk. rights? You didn't know that that you didn't know that the Muppets they that Disney owned the Muppets. Have you ever been to Universal Studios and they have the Muppet Vision 3D? Yeah, true. They've had the Muppets forever, not forever. Um, while Sean's like looking stuff up, I'll blab to you guys. I don't about I Vanellope. Seen, I haven't seen Michael Elf in a super long time. Fix it, feel it. He's like a pretty important character in this. Um, so is Vanellope, a lot of the movies, like, kind of about her. She's a great little fun sidekick, funny, um, good, good. I don't know, it didn't come up. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think, like, I think that Vanellope is the only really, um, is a small, endearing, sweet child. Okay. <laughs> I don't really know what to say to that. <laughs> this is the sentence they use. Then the famous silver screen Moppets. Thanks. That's nice. Um, a young child, especially a girl, curly haired. This girl does not have curly hair. She has straight hair. Okay, we're talking way too much about Moppet Girl. <laughs> I'm also may currently be trying to pick out my dinner. Just a okay. little bit. Anyway, moving on to number 12, we have Alice in Wonderland. So, the side there's a lot of side characters in Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the Mad Hatter, there's the Cheshire Cat, there's the White Rabbit, there's um, the, the cards, cards, the hair. Have, yep. You have the mouse. Um, Her cat. Yeah, the cat. I don't know if you... The cat. 
<laughs> playing it for like a minute. <laughs> Side character. That would be more like a background character. Okay. Um, they're all really good, but there's just no plot, so the side characters don't really mean anything. I don't know. This movie's just weird. But I think they add a, I think they add a comedy to the movie. They add like whimsy. Mm-hmm. The I, I don't know. The whole point is that like you're supposed to be like it's like Alice going around. Weird stuff, weird people. I think the characters fit the weirdness really well in this movie. I think it, it, they they complement the movie really well. But since there's not a lot of plot, I can't really help. What? We, everybody knows who they are. That's true. They're very well-known characters. Everyone knows who the Mad Hatter is. Of course. I was in for Halloween once. I had the hat. You were. I remember that. My sister was um, a card. Because my sister danced on a cruise ship, and they, um, it was like, it was like, um, Alice in Wonderland themed. She was a card, and so she had that costume. And then our friend Corinne was the Queen of Hearts. Cute. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on to number eleven, we have the Black Cauldron. The Black Cauldron's secondary characters are a thousand percent better than the main character. Oh yeah, have this Princess is huge Amali, who who I like. I like Princess Amali. Oh, wow. Gurgi, who we is, don't know how to say it. Who's my oh. who's the best? We love Gurg. Oh, we're missing Hedwig as well in there. Henwin. Yeah, Henwin. how did you get Henwin? Henwin's the king. Um, someone who I thought was named Arthur, but is named something weird. Yeah, the older man. We like don't. He's like trapped. Old in man, the thing and gets saved. Did you just put him as old man? <laughs> yeah. Creeper. I think Arthur might be the, his, like, Tartarian or whatever his dad's name. The uh, old man that's, like, part of it is, like, not the same person. It's the person that was trapped in the castle. I know that they're not the same person. God. Okay, I'm making it clear. I'm, maybe the viewer's been in now. Well, I know. Okay. <laughs> Alright. So, Black Cauldron, number 11. I think it has great characters, good side characters. Um, better than Taryn, because Taryn's the worst, and everyone else is carrying this movie. You also didn't talk about, you didn't mention Creeper. I did mention Creeper, you just want to something. Uh, well, I love Creeper. I think it's funny. Um, if you did Creeper's, Creeper's the one that um, Horn Queen, it's like her little, like, her sidekick Hunchman. body. Yeah, that's a good word for it. Sorry, I, I was know. also picking on my dinner while saying that sentence so that's, that's why they were getting dinner on the podcast no but my mom needed to know what i wanted for dinner so i had to let her um, know so okay okay next at number 10 top 10 top we have the 10. emperor's new groove um, the emperor's new groove has awesome sidekicks um it has um Poncho, poncho poncho's wife poncho's kids bucky the squirrel yeah. That's, that's the squirrel there. that, like... I think Poncho and Kronk are really great characters. Poncho! Um, it's not Poncho! It's not, like... <laughs> not like the Poncho you were when it rains. No. His name is Poncho, not like a Poncho. He wears, like, a, a Poncho. He wears, like, a like a shawl type of deal. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're great characters. Oh, yeah. Especially Kronk. Kronk and Poncho are, like, some of the best side characters. Yeah. They're so funny. Kronk is amazing. Hilarious. We love Kronk. Um, and then Pancha really just, like, helps, balances out, um, what's his name? Cusco really well. And he dev- he helps the plot, like, crazy. Like, he's, like, 
part of the main like plot, and he really helps. Es uh, muy importante. Es muy importante. See, sí. um, bien. So you kind of interrupted me sentence. I don't know where I was going, but yeah, good. Yes. Deserves good. top ten. All right. At number nine, we have Mood Vaughn. Um, we have Mushu. Amazing, amazing Such character. Such a good character. So um, funny. The best character in that movie and well, I like Mulan too uh, but one of the best one of the best characters in that movie one of the best Disney sidekicks just yeah. funny fun fun yeah um then there's like Cricket Cricket the King we um, love Cricket so helpful what are the other people's names um Lao Ling and Chen Pao they're the friends. Any of those names? Those are her war friends. That's what there's also what's the the guy she falls in love with? Oh my god, I forgot about him. He's like an important character. Yeah. Um, him, whatever look, his name is. And then up. there's also her horse. They like you know the horse saves her from being seen naked in the lake. So, you know, helpful side character. Lee, Lee Shang. Shang. Also Great important character. side character. The matchmaker. The matchmaker. Also that old man who was originally like running all the like camps and he has, he wears like the blue outfit and has the long gray beard. Chifu. Sure. No. Lots of good side characters. They're all the God. Yep, they're all the gods that she like Mushu talks to. Yeah. Really great side characters. Awesome <laughs> secondary movie. characters. Okay. Next, we have at number eight, we have Tangled. Some of the side characters in Tangled are um, Flynn Rider, her horse, um, Pascal. Mother Gothel. Oh, and Mother Gothel's a villain. She's not a side character. Um, um, yeah, they have really great side characters. I think Pascal's really cute, and Flynn Rider's an awesome character. One of the best Disney princes out there. Awesome character. Love him. So Moi good. Bien. Moi All the people bien. in the bar. They're funny. We love them. 10 out of 10. Okay. At number seven, we have Hercules. Um, like, we have <laughs> Phil. Um, Pain and Panic. Pain and Panic. Pegasus and the Muses. The muses. Oh my god, I forget the muses. All awesome characters. I, I think Hercules has just such great characters. Um, so good. Pain and Panic are like so I would funny. say that even like they're even in, like in some senses the secondary characters like outshine Hercules. Oh ways. yeah. Megara is amazing. I love Meg and I love her song Won't Say I'm in Love. The muses are hilarious. They add to the movie so much. Phil is great. Love Phil. Mm-hmm. And then again, Pain and Panic. They're so funny, especially I with, like, Pain 80s. And Panic. They're so good. So. Yeah, awesome. Okay, at number six, we have Aladdin. Some good ones. Aladdin, we have the genie, which I think is such a great character. Abu. So, I love Abu. Jasmine. So the Sultan. Um, Iago. Iago's so funny. I feel like Iago's looked over so much, but he's so funny. Really great. Aladdin's a really great character. I think the characters in this movie are just they did a really great job with characters and like how do you not love the genie like Robin Williams voicing him it's just so good. It's so such good. a good job. Yeah. These characters are amazing. It. They shine very well. They do. 
Um, at number five, top five, we have Princess and the Frog. Princess and the Frog has such fun characters. Like, Charlotte. I love Charlotte. I love Charlotte and um, Tiana's relationship. I oh, think. my God. It is the cutest thing. I think they have a really great friendship. And I think their friendship is just really just, like, so pure. Like, I don't it's know. It's true friendship. Like, like, you see, like, Charlotte at her wedding. And she's just, like, so genuinely happy for her. Yeah. Oh. And, like, I don't know. I think they have a really cute friendship. And then, like, Ray. Ray's such a good character. Oh, saddest. One of the saddest um deaths and princess and honestly disney animation yeah his death was so sad mm-hmm. then louis um louis the, the louise louis i thought it was louise is it louise or louise um because there's an s and louis i'm pretty sure it's louise though it's definitely louise Okay. Um. Why are we just not talking? Um, I'm trying to hear. Um, I wanted to hear when they say Luis. I was gonna listen to a video, but copyright. So. If you look at it. It's the same as, like, Louis Vuitton. Yeah, but I think in the movie, I don't think they call him Louis. I think that his name is Luis in the movie. I don't know. We'll it's find out. like I'll... Louis. Okay, right, it doesn't matter. We can just move on. Um, what? So, he's a really great character. Um, who else? Uh, the, ma- the Mama Odie. Yeah, awesome. We love that the the shadow people scary love them. Um, that yeah. like creepy guy that pretends to be Prince Navi to fall in love with Charlotte. Weird, hate him. He's there. Yeah, <laughs> but I think he does have really just a great, um, really great, really great side characters. I think you really, um, I don't know, you just you learn a lot from them. Yeah, I agree. They're good, good characters. Yeah, I think they're great characters. Next. <laughs> okay, his name is named after Louis Armstrong, the trumpet player. All right, so maybe it is Louis then. I swear yeah. it was Louis. We're gonna. I'll. I'm searching up like a video where they say it afterwards. He's named after Louis Armstrong. That's all the proof I need. Okay. Can we continue? Yes. Okay. At number four, we have The Little Mermaid. The Little Mermaid has really great characters, like Flounder and Sebastian, Scuttle, Prince There's... Eric. Mm-hmm. The eels mm-hmm. um, from Ursula, you've uh, Triton. Yeah, I think the side characters in this movie are just so good. They're, They're so, so iconic. Funny just perfect they're so good they balance out the movie really well they add to it a lot everyone knows these ones as well yeah okay at number three top three we have beauty and the beast and beauty and the beast has the most iconic side well some of the most iconic side characters like ever like 
um, Lumiere, Cogsworth, Chip, Mrs. Potts, her dad. Um, why can't I think of his name? What's his name? Wafu. Ah, um, they're just really awesome characters. Like the, they're just like the the characters that are trapped in the castle are just so iconic and like they're so like well developed characters. Um, the feather duster, just really I don't know I really love just the side characters in this movie are just like so awesome. So good, yeah. They play a really big mo- role in the movie as well. Mm-hmm. They're not just the like side characters. That I you forgot the beast. Oh yeah, I don't care for the beast that much, but he is he is in the title. Yes, yes. All right, number two, we have Frozen and Frozen 2. We did group these together because they have pretty much the same characters except, again, the second one. They have Meriwether and that general. Lieutenant. Um, Lieutenant. But they're like, pretty similar cast. Like, I think, like, the main people, like, Olaf and Sven, Kristoff. Papa Troll um, and others. And the Trolls. Yeah. I think those characters are just so good. Like, Olaf is an amazing character, like, Kristoff and Sven are just like so iconic and all of them are just like super iconic and well known and it's like you a have, really good group. You have that guy that Anna tries to dance with at like the beginning yeah. of the ball. What is his name? Yeah. I don't know. Do you know what I'm talking about? The like yes, skinny dude? Yes, I do know what you're talking about. He's funny. Um he is funny. They're really yeah. It's really great characters. And then at number one, the best side characters is Lion King. Timon and Pumbaa are just like the best characters ever. And Nala and Zazu, the hyenas, all just like really just awesome characters. Mufasa, mm-hmm. awesome character, like literally. So good. Yeah, they have like, this movie has just like some, the most iconic Disney characters. You have sidekick, the, um, what are Disney they called? Characters ever. The hyenas, Ed. It was the only yeah, one I, I remember, but there more than... Oh, sorry. <laughs> you listen to me much? Kidding. Kidding. Um, yeah, just really awesome characters. It was, it was just, like, such a good movie. And the characters in this movie are just, like, everybody knows them. I'm like, oh. Everyone. Yeah, this is perfect. Okay. Um, next, we're going to go on to character development. Was that only the first category? It was only the first category. We need to like... get faster. We're 40 minutes in. Yeah, usually the last two take 15 minutes each. <laughs> oh, but think, we have that first one, and that's like five to ten minutes, so like... Five minutes. Okay. Okay. Let's go into character development. So we're looking at the main character and the transformation they make throughout the movie. Um, number 20? Number 20, yes, is Alice in Wonderland. Alice doesn't really go through any transformation in this movie. She just does no. like her daydream of hers. Yeah, she's just kind of, like, wandering around. Nothing, like, changes to her from the beginning to the end. No. So, like, not a big character development moment for Alice. No. Um, next, we have The Little Mermaid and Ariel. I feel like Ar- Ariel doesn't really go through that much character development. I feel like she doesn't really learn her lesson. Um, she does turn into a, a person. So, like, maybe that's, like, character development. Like, she is a human. Phys- but... Yeah, she physically changes. But I don't know. She still is, like, ignorant. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like she doesn't really go through that big of a change. No. Um, throughout the movie. But it's okay. And number 18 is Taryn. Oh my god. I don't think I think Taryn goes through a little bit of a change. He's able think, to like I think he gets worse. You do? I don't know if he gets worse. He's like able to live out his like dream of being like a hero. He's able he to like meet nice people. Well no, he wasn't. Gurky was. 
but Kirky he was the hero. He was the hero. I think he does change a little bit, and I think he has like good change, but like maybe it's just not that drastic. And like he doesn't, he's really stays the same. He just goes on a little adventure. He's insignificant in the movie. I'd say he's insignificant. Actually, like a little bit. Um, I feel like if he wasn't there, would the movie change that much? No. And he is the main character. Which says a lot. Yeah. I don't know. Taryn is just like, I don't know, Taryn is just like the worst main character. I think that's why that movie is not well known, because it doesn't have like that front runner. There's a really great villain and like some really great side characters, and that's it. Yeah. The plot could have been worked on a little bit, and if they had, even though the plot's flawed, if they had made Taryn just like better, then like, I feel like it'd just like be a much more well-known movie. Yeah. They did a really great job in some parts of the movie and really lacking in others. The storytelling and the character, not great. But the animation and the villain, really good. And side characters. And side characters. Um, so I think that's what it really didn't do as well. But me and I do love it. I think it is... It, Nonetheless. That's why, it's a, that's why it's a cult classic, is only a few people will know and love this movie. And you have to be one of, the, one of the few who love the movie. Which I feel like is common for me and Sean to like cult classics that really shouldn't be like movies, but are. Like yeah. Children in the Corn. Yes. That movie shouldn't be liked. Oh my god, did I tell you the other day? I was driving and I was like going through this road and usually the person I was with, usually there's like supposed to be like, it's supposed to be a huge corn cornfield that you have to like drive through, but all the corn was cut down and all I could think of is, oh my god, this is exactly like Children of the Corn. Like it would have been so creepy. If I had like dr- like if all the corn had been there, it was just like a long road, which is like it would have been like really tall corn. Interesting. I was like, oh well, my god, I'm winter. Gonna... Probably like yeah. there's no corn. But like I would have, oh my god, I was like, I'm gonna get turned around and I'm never gonna be able to escape, and then creepy children are gonna start coming at me. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Next. Um, number 17, 17, we have Moana. I think Moana herself doesn't really change that much in the movie. I think she does in a sense is like she goes on her adventure, but I think Moana at the beginning of the movie is the same Moana at the end of the movie. And she's still stubborn, defiant, and like she's still like strong willed and a good character. And I feel like she just maintains that good character and she's still like brave throughout the entire movie. It's never a point in the movie where she really The only point that, that like much. she changed is when she like lived most of her life in the safety even that I'm regarding what I was saying. I was going to say that, like, she lives most of her life in safety and then takes that big jump to do what she wants, which is a big character development. But they have, like, flashbacks of her as a kid constantly running into the water and her dad having to, like, drag her back. So, like, even as a kid, she was trying to take the big risk as well. So she really does not change whatsoever. But it's not bad that she doesn't change because she's just, like, such a good character to be Yeah, I feel like she's pretty constant throughout the movie. So I think... Um, it's not like she's a bad character, but we don't see that development like we do in other characters. Which I feel like makes a really good movie when you have, like, a a nice, like, really good character development. Yeah, so that's why kind of this judging of it might be a little bit flawed, but it's all in personal opinion. Anyway, next we have... Pocahontas is the same way. I feel like she doesn't make that big of a change throughout the movie. She pretty much stays the same. She decides eventually that she wants to stand up for liking Prince not Prince, um, John Smith. She eventually, like, she does that big heroic thing of saving her. 
uh, saving him, which I don't know if that changes her character a lot, but at first she was really debating whether or not to, you know, take the steady stream and marry Cocowomp or, you know, yeah. go out with John Smith. That was a reference to just around the river bend. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Oh my god, look at it. Polka and Moana are so low in the list we just did and this one. Yeah, they are. That's sad. But they're higher for the next one. Yeah, which is good. Well, at least Moana is. I don't know if we're going to... Oh, Hogan Hollis is low again. Oh my god, why? Isn't, isn't, a, isn't the per- most perfect movie. That's true. And if you look, Mulan's kind of low in some of the other categories. Moana? Mulan? Mulan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shocking. Anyways, I think it's gonna be very interesting to figure out what comes out on top. Yeah, I'm like already really intrigued because I'm realizing how many are all like all over the place. Is, yeah, some, what? Yeah, there's like, some really low that I didn't expect in some like categories. Not that I can see what the categories are. I'm just like looking at the people. But if you look at the top movie, I mean the top ones for each category, they're all different. Yeah. Which is really Except, interesting. Yeah. Actually, yeah, they are. The whole, like, top ones change a lot. That's, like, mm-hmm. crazy. It's gonna be interesting. I think Frozen 1, Frozen 2, and The Lion King are all gonna be in the mix for, like, the top movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Let's Stay tuned if that. you want to know, guys. Yeah, next episode. Okay, next we have... Not next um, episode. Next episode will be something different. The season, the series comes out every other week that we post. <laughs> no, I was talking about the next character. Oh, I thought you well. You said next episode. No, I said the next is. Oh. Number fifteen with Bandy, and then you like jumped on my throat. Because <laughs> I was like, "Don't attack me!" Idea. I'm not giving him any idea. I'm talking about the next movie. All right, so Bambi. Bambi does change because his mom dies, and he becomes and like an adult, and yeah. Independent, you know that trauma, trauma yeah. development. So, yeah, he, like, becomes a character. <laughs> I don't know nice. what I'm saying. <laughs> so, Zootopia, 14. <laughs> Number 14, Zootopia, Judy. I feel like Judy is like Moana and Pocahontas, where she stays pretty consistent throughout the movie, is a pretty strong character. I think she realizes a little bit how, like, prejudice the world she lives in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is, like, her big development is that she realizes that, like, wait. She is a minority. This world is screwed up. And yeah. she also, like, she also realizes that she does have some of that built-in prejudice when it comes to predators, and she does realize that and makes a change. Like, with Nick, like, they get into that whole thing where she gets scared of him. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. she realizes that, like, yeah, prejudice, I like, even if you don't think you have it, like, you might. Because of society, a lot of the time mm-hmm. it's built into us, but it's about acknowledging it and that it's there and working on, actively working to fix it. Yeah. Which a little bit is very relevant today with racism. It's really built yeah. into our society and our government. Um, and so sometimes you... You know, you might say you're not racist, and there might be things that happen, and you realize, like, oh, that, like that wasn't okay. It's about yeah. realizing and working on it. Um, next is Lady and the Tramp. This is I think that Lady, really well. I think Lady does go through a good development in her character. Um, growing up, like, kind of rich, and then, like, going on her adventure, she realizes that, like, 
you know it's what? It's not all about money. Yeah, so I think she does go through a lot of good character development throughout the movie, and I think it's great. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not the biggest character development, but it's there. Yeah. It's significant. All right, next is Beauty and the Beast. Um, I think Beauty, not Beauty, Belle. I think Belle does go through some character development with the Beast um, and realizing that he's not that bad, but I feel like she stays a pretty consistent character throughout the movie. She doesn't really change that much. Yeah. I agree. She's pretty, like, still, like, really smart, heartwarming, and, like, a strong woman figure. But I agree that at first she was definitely, she was frightened by the beast and thought of him, like, oh, like, he's a beast. He's, like, violent. Like, no, no, no. And then eventually kind of, like, you know, has that character development and realizes, oh, like, just because he's a beast, he's still, like, pretty nice and, like, gets to know him. So, character development's there. All right. Next is Princess and the Frog. Number Um, 11. Number 11, I think her character development is really good because I think throughout the movie she does stay pretty consistent, but she also realizes that you, like, have to live life a little bit more than she was. Like, you have to yeah. have your dreams, but you also can't, like, she finally was able to, like, relax and have some fun in this. And enjoy and, like, her life. And I think that was good character development, and she realized that, you know what, you do have to take time for yourself. Mm-hmm. She's very important. She was a frog during it, but... (laughs) Still counts. Yeah. It's like, you have to work hard, but you also have to have a little bit of fun in your life. You gotta... You only have one life. You have to have a balance. Um, Yeah. Which is a good... That's some solid character development right there. Yeah. All right. Next is Hunchback and Notre Dame. I think Quasimodo goes through a lot of character development. He realizes Mm. that... He doesn't have to hide away, and that nope. that was like something that like he was put in his head. And he can actually be in society, and people won't. And there will be people that won't accept him, but there will be those who do. Yeah, which I think that's that's like we're getting into some big character development here. Mm-hmm. It's like that's huge. Like the whole point is he starts out the movie hiding away. He's like I'm different. Like nobody will ever love me. And then he like really changes that whole entire mindset and becomes just like a whole different character. Yeah. All right, number nine, we have Mulan. I think Mulan, um, I think she goes through some big character development in this movie. Um, I think War really changed her priorities in life and really showed her like what she is capable of. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think she started out, right, as like really wanting to please her family and was like really this idea of like, I need to please my family like this is what I have to do and I think kind of mm-hmm. war brought out that like she kind of needs to please like herself and uh, do what's best like for her and that like she doesn't need to have like looks and like marry someone like she's strong on her own and I think she was strong from the beginning but I don't think she realized her like true like inner power and like yeah. by the end she like realizes this I don't know if she like realized that she can be something more than just someone who's just gonna be a wife yeah I think that was good character development she realized that she's a lot more she is. Her self-worth is better than what people made it out to be. Yeah. All right. In Frozen 1, Spot in Frozen 2, we're going to be talking about Elsa. Because um, we determined that those were kind of the main characters of those movies. Anna in Frozen 1, I think, really goes through some big character development because she starts up really naive and um, childish. marries a man that she just meets. And she's like kind of like this young and doesn't know what's going on in the world and by the end I think she really 
changeable and I don't know. I'm just, like she's, I think she realizes she's a little too trusting. Mm-hmm. Needs to put up a guard a little bit. I feel mm-hmm. like it kind of takes her a while to get there, though. It does, but at, by the end, she does. She does make some good characters, and she her. realizes, I think, as well that like although like she realizes like truly what her sister is going through as well. I don't think she yeah. ever realized the severity of it, and then she was kind of able to see it and was able to like become closer to Elsa and like you know understand her a little bit better. Yeah. All right. At number seven, we have Frozen Two. Um, also, so Elsa's development in this movie is really big because she realizes that, like, she was always kind of brought up to be the idea that she will be queen of Arendelle and she'll live in Arendelle her whole life, and like that's her role. But then I think in Frozen Two, she realizes like, no, that's like not her path, and she has something more in life, and she always keeps saying like, there's, like, she wants something more, and then I think. She just really realized that in Frozen 2. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And was able to, like, accept her powers more and really use them to actually do something rather than yeah. just, like, she has them. But now she's actually, like, able to do something with them. Yeah. She grew a lot as a human. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Number six is the Lion King. We have Simba, who we first meet out as just, like, a kid. He goes through a lot of trauma. And then he is able to go with Pumbaa and what's his name? Timon. Timon. And he lives in the forest for a little bit and he learns kind of how to relax and stuff. And I think he like kind of finds himself a little bit and is able to like kind of put the trauma a little bit in his past. And then he needs to come back and he needs to like fight for his whole kingdom and he, he takes up his responsibility. So he really goes from being very childish to like very like responsible and um, like a good leader. Yeah, I agree. All right, at number five, we have Hercules. Hercules goes through a big development in this movie. He starts out with somebody who has, like, a lot of power and doesn't really know how to use his power and then realizing that he wants to become a god and, like, that's, like, the only thing he cares about is becoming a god and that's all he's focused on. But then he falls in love with Meg, and then once he's able to become a god, he realizes that there's more to life than just becoming a god. And so he realizes that maybe, like, his dream all along was in somebody else. I like he, that. Yeah. That's very true. He, yeah, he goes from being a little, like, he was pretty cocky, too, at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he gets a little more humbled towards the end. Especially, like, when he loses his powers. Because then he yeah. kind of, like, realizes that, like, hmm, this isn't everything. Yeah. Which it isn't. It was some good character development. Yeah. Okay. Number three, we have um, Rapunzel and Tangled. Yep. Not three, it's number four. Number four. Um, She goes from being locked up into a tower and, like, she always had her dreams and, like, I don't know, she, like, always wanted to act on them. And then eventually she is able to, like, she realizes just, like, how much there is out there how to like care for people and she basically goes she was like so ignorant before she lived her whole life in a tower she didn't know anything so then being able to actually explore the world and get all this knowledge and fall in love she realizes how like amazing the world can be especially like after mother gothel telling her how awful it was so her perspective i think really changed and i think she was able to really grow and appreciate life yeah i agree okay at number three we have aladdin um we 
talked about this a lot in the last episode, but like Aladdin really thought that like Can you hear me? Yeah, it cut out for a second, but yeah. Okay, I just switched my AirPods because one of them died. Um <laughs> that like to get Jasmine and to Paul's dream he needs to have money. And he realized it really doesn't matter about money and he was able to like develop into yeah. really caring he... for others. Um Agreed. Because at first, because he was like a little selfish with the wishes at first, and then he was able to like do some good with them and set the genie free. Exactly. Yeah, he really he was like very selfish and like kind of only caring about himself. Hence the word selfish. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, he was all about trying to like get Jasmine and like impress Jasmine, and then he realized that like there's so much more to just like that. Like he he freed his friend, and he realized that like kind of that self worth thing too. That like. He's more than just, like, what appears to the eye. Yep. Okay. At number two, we have Wreck-It, Ralph. Um, from Wreck-It, Ralph. And he starts off as being the villain of his game, and they knew he is always going to be the villain. And then he leaves the game to try to win a trophy, because he thinks that that's the only way that people will actually, like, accept him if he wins, like, an award. Um, and then at the end he's able to realize that it doesn't really matter about trophies and winning. It's just like what your actions and like what you do, like dictate and like really showing people who you are does better than winning some award. Yeah. I agree. And right. then number, number one. one, we have the Emperor's new group. Who I think has Cusco, I think has some of the biggest character development he starts out the movie being literally, like, the worst person to ever exist. He was throwing people out of his castle. He didn't care. He was going to build his Kustopia, destroying completely the whole village, not, like, giving a poop about anyone. He, like, did not care whatsoever. And then mm-hmm. it takes him a while, too. But eventually with Pacha, he realizes, like, there's so much more. And, like, by the end of the movie, he, like, forgives everyone he hurt. He, like, moves where he's going to put Kustopia and, like, appreciates everyone and, like, just, like, some of the, like, biggest, like, he really just, like, was, he was almost, he was, like, a villain at the beginning, and then really does turn into a hero by the end. Yeah. Okay. So, that was development. Now, I'm gonna move, move on to how rememberable the movies are, and their plots, and how, like, people remember it. So, at number 20, we have Bambi. I think a lot of people remember this movie for Bambi's mom dying, but I think a lot of people forget about the other parts of the movie that aren't as well known. Um, like, I forgot the fire even happened. And I watched movies probably a, a year or two ago. Me and Sean got into a little argument about, I was like, Sean, I was like, yeah, the fire. And I kept talking about a fire. And Sean was like, there's like no fire in this movie. I was like, I'm pretty sure the whole ending scene is like a giant fire. And we looked it up and it was right. Book. No, there is a, a fire, fire in Jungle, Jungle Book. Book. But like, that's not the fire I was thinking of. Yeah. The only part of the movie I remember is Bambi dying, not Bambi dying, Bambi's mom dying. I remember this one scene of him trying to ice skate, um, like on the ice, mm-hmm. but he can't yeah, at first, iconic. so he falls a lot. Um, and then the fire at the end, and that's about it. So beginning, maybe middle, I don't really know what the ice skating is, and then end. Yeah. I don't remember the plot really whatsoever. Yeah. I think a lot of people forget about it. All right. Number... 19, we have Lady and the Tramp. Yep. Okay, sorry, I was making sure you're still there. Um, I feel like this is kind of an older movie. It's not really our generation, so not a lot of people, I think, have really seen it. Um, 
and I don't, I don't know, I feel like it's lacking in a lot of categories, and so you kind of, it kind of just gets, like, forgotten about, kind of pushed back, because there are just so many other, like, better movies, but it's still good, there's the iconic scene with the, the spaghetti, and they're both, like, throwing in, and they kiss, <laughs> that's a, that's a classic scene that everyone knows, but, yeah. um, I don't know, besides that, I feel like it just really gets pushed away. I feel like it's a lot like Bambi, like, there's that one or two scenes that people know, and then people forget about the what the actual plot is yeah the actual movie itself um number 18 i think this movie isn't rememberable for a lot of reasons i think because it wasn't a really big release movie that a lot of people know about people don't know what this movie is or have never heard of it and people who have seen it might not remember the plot that well because of how confusing it can be (laughs) Um, and not might not remember the characters because the characters other than the Horn Queen are not really rememberable characters. Like Tara, the main character, isn't really something you, someone you remember. Yeah, so I yeah. think it's like it can be it's just forgotten in the amount of Disney movies there are, and it's not that wi- widely known. So people no. don't really talk about it a lot. Yeah, it's I whenever I first mention it to people, people are always like, "I've never heard of that movie before." So. It's just, you know, if you haven't really heard of it, I just know it as the movie that almost ruined Disney. Oh. (laughs) Because it lost so much money, and if it wasn't for The Little Mermaid, the Disney company might have gone under. Yikes. Mm -hmm. Black Yeah, it almost ruined Disney. I did not know that. All right. Imagine if that gets number one Disney movie. It's not going to. Yeah, it's not. It's at the bottom of a lot of our lists. All right. Number 17, we have Hunchback of Notre Dame. I think that this one, again, I think a lot of it has to play into kind of, like, younger children. Not a lot of younger people have seen it. And when you're older, it's still a very intense movie. Um, But I don't know. It becomes, like, a big blur in my head. Like, I have seen this movie, and I don't super remember it. I remember kind of, like, the main characters and, like, somewhat what it's about. But it just becomes, like, a really big blur in my head, which means it's just not the most, like, rememberable. Like, you know? Yeah. Anything else to say? Nope. Okay. Right, at number 16 is Alice in Wonderland. I think people remember certain scenes of this movie, but they might not remember the whole thing because of a lot of the movie. I like always going back to, like, the fish scene. Like, that scene, I think, is just so obscure to me, and I think people forget about that. I think there's a lot of the movie that, like, people forget about because of it having no plot. People, like, have a hard time remembering. Like, I feel like people know the Mad Hatter scene, and I think people know her falling down. Yeah, I feel like um, a lot of people know the Queen of Hearts And the Queen of Hearts. And I think those are the three big things that people really remember that movie but I think a lot of the other parts of the movie kind of get like forgotten yeah agreed I think you I yeah I think you're right I think if people know a lot of like the characters too like everyone knows the Cheshire cap maybe not everyone knows like what he actually does in the movie and where he shows up so like I think it kind of gets a little lost in translation which makes it a little less rememberable mm-hmm. agreed. all right number 15 we have Pocahontas I think that out of all the Disney princesses this one I feel like is the most forgotten um, mm-hmm. It's definitely one of the more older ones, even though I know there's, like, Cinderella and Aurora and Snow White who are, like, definitely older, but they're, like, classics that everyone remembers, and this movie, like, I remember as a kid, I never really watched it, and it wasn't until I was older that I, I remember being like, oh, like, this is a movie that I have not seen. Um, I don't know really why it gets, like, not, it doesn't get the attention. I feel like it deserves a little more attention, but I think just because of how it, it just, for some reason, is forgot, forget the bull. Yeah. Alright, next is Wreck-It Ralph. Um, I would say this movie is forgotten by us at some point. I don't know, I feel like people 
remember it, but like I feel like it's one of those. It's not just like one of those really, really main popular Disney movies that like, everyone knows and like really iconic. I kind of forgot it was like a Disney movie. Yeah, I think a lot of people might um, people might know it, but they might not remember it as well as some other movies. And it kind of like isn't like a lot of people's like top mm-hmm. ones they're watching. I'm gonna apologize in advance. I have to let my dog on my deck, so you might hear some outside sounds. Okay. Um, so I think like yeah, it's like a it's remembered in some way, but I think a lot of people might forget, like A said, that it's actually a Disney movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always forgot it was a Disney movie. I was like, oh like that's an animation, but I always forget that it's like by Disney. Um, which I think just shows kind of how it's not super rememberable. Yeah. All right, next. I don't know, I'm not near my computer. I was letting my Emperor's dog New Groove is number thirteen. I think that this is a great movie. Um, I feel like a lot of people haven't seen this one. I don't really know why. Um, but it's so good. I love this movie. You love this movie. It's so funny. I think it'd be a little chaotic at times, which kind of might go over people's heads. Um, what else do you have to say? I would say maybe it's more forgotten because it comes at an age where Disney movies weren't that good. Mm-hmm. Um, because you had like a lot of like weird, obscure movies like Treasure Planet. And, um, what else? Like, Meet the Robinsons, um, Chicken Little. Like, Disney was just putting out, like, myth after myth after myth. And, like, now we're in, like, a Disney era, like, with Frozen and Tangled and Princess and the Frog, Wreck-It Ralph. I feel like Disney's putting out, like, out hit after hit after hit. I think this came at a time where Disney really was lacking and was just, like, putting out movies that weren't great. So I think maybe, like, um... Kind of gets grouped with the rest of them. Groups with that with the group of just, or like late nineties. No, well, no, it was like the two thousands era. Just like Disney, just put out not great movies, and I think this kind of gets like in that mix. Like I think this and Lula and the Lula and Stitch are the only two movies from that like era that really are standout movies. Everything else is just not that good. Mm-hmm. All right, next for number twelve we have Princess and the Frog. I think that this is another Disney princess movie that is so underrated. I don't think a lot of people have really seen this one. And if they do, I feel like they don't appreciate it enough for how amazing it is. It's, like, such an incredible movie. But I feel like when you talk, like, Disney princesses to people, they never bring up, like, Tiana. Yeah. I think, oh, well, I listened to a whole podcast about, like, why Tiana, like, this movie didn't do as well as it should have. Uh, like, one of the reasons was, like, it came out the same week as Avatar. So, like, that didn't help the movie because Avatar was such a big movie. Mm-hmm. And, or, yeah, I think it was, I don't know, it was some podcast, some really famous movie. Yeah. And, like, okay. some people, like, didn't watch it because that's Princess in the title. It's, like, a lot of, like, um, they were saying, like, boys weren't watching it because they had the word Princess in the title. So only girls wanted to come watch it. In other movies, it's not like that. So I think there's like a lot of reasons that the movie didn't do well in theaters and then people just didn't see it and forgot about it. Which sucks because it's so good. And it there's should like be. A lot, there was a lot riding against it when it got into theaters. So it just didn't do it as well. But it is really good. And if you do watch it, you will remember it. You just got to get to watching it. Which yeah. unfortunately just isn't happening. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Number 11. Hercules. Um, so... Good. Okay. Um, I was gonna say, Hercules comes at a time up to 
from Emperor's New Groove when all the movies were really good, like really great movies, and this one kind of got lost in it because it came out at a time with um, Beauty and the Beast, um, Mulan, Pocahontas, um, Aladdin. So some like really, really good ones, Lion, which is, is a really Lion good King. movie. It is really good, but I think it got lost because it didn't have like either like a princess theme or just like a really like standout idea like Lion King you know what I mean mm-hmm. I feel like I know what you mean, like, yeah. forgot about it because like it comes in that era of really great movies but it didn't that in Tarzan like really didn't jump out at people as much yeah which is unfortunate because again kind of like Princess and the Frog this is such a good movie um but a lot of people just like haven't seen it and so a lot of people don't really remember it mm-hmm. I was watching um a TikTok and it was like I don't know if it was, like, songs or quotes, but they were saying it was, like, little bits from Disney movies, and they were putting a finger down for everyone they knew. And one of them was, like, a Disney novice, one that, like, barely sees Disney, and then a quote-unquote Disney expert. And I don't know what it was, but it was something from Hercules, and I put my finger down, and I was like, oh, so I was playing along, of course. I was like, I know that one, Hercules. And nobody put their finger down, and everyone in the comments was like, how could you forget Hercules? And the, and the Disney expert person was like, I've seen it before, I just didn't really remember it. And I was like, that mm. is ridiculous. Yeah. So I think that just goes to show that even the people who've watched it, you know, I feel like it's just underappreciated a lot. Yeah, I think the same. Um, next is number 10, top 10, Zootopia. Woo! I think a lot of people do remember this movie and like this movie, but I think it can get lost a little bit because I feel like people don't talk about it as much as they should because um, it came out around the same time as like Frozen. I think people talk about that movie a lot more. Mm-hmm. People should yeah. be talking about Zootopia more because it is such a good movie. Yeah, I feel like this is kind of the ones as well that, like, I forget a little bit that it's Disney. It's just kind of, like, I don't know. In my mind, it's kind of, like, its own little category of just, like, yeah. an animation. And, like, the whole idea is something, like, really different um, than all the other Disney movies, which I think makes yeah. it, when it's so different like that, it makes it harder to remember because it's not, like, a repeated theme at all. Mm-hmm. All right, number nine, nine. is Frozen 2. I think... Frozen 2 is a really as a movie that a lot of people remember because of how successful Frozen 1 was. Um, and it's a really great movie, but people might not have seen it because they don't like sequels or whatever, or you know yeah. what I mean? It's also still pretty new, so I feel like, you know, people need to get the chance. And I feel like when you think of the Frozen, you first think of Frozen 1, and that one's so much more rememberable that this one gets pushed back a little bit. You know, I personally but, think I like it better. Yeah, and also, I agree. Also, but don't yeah. listen to the first podcast because in that case, I don't agree. Yeah. Okay. Number eight is Mulan. This is a great movie. Everyone should remember the movie. The music's great. The characters are great. Um, I don't know why. All the ones from here on are pretty rememberable. They're like really good movies. Why would you say this one's lower than the others? I would say... I. I think it suffers from the same thing as um, Hercules because it came out as like the Disney Renaissance. So like I think it kind of got lost with Lion King, um, Lion King, The Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. That those ones are like really more well known. I think this one's like got a little bit lost a little bit. Agreed. All right. right. At number seven is Tangled. I think Tangled is a really memorable movie, but I think it can get lost in Frozen Shadow. That might be why it's a little bit low down because it came out Mm -hmm. around the same time. And but yeah, I think a lot of people remember it. I think a lot of people know. 
original is, and I think it's one that you can remember the plot and the characters. I feel like this is the one that, like, a lot of younger kids really liked. Um, so it's, like, really well-known with, like, younger kids. Yeah. Alright, number six. Yeah. We have Moana. This one is also kind of a newer one at this point. It's a little older, but everybody was also obsessed with this one when it came out. Mm-hmm. Everyone was singing the music. Everyone loved this one. So I think yeah. of that, it's pretty well-known. It wasn't just, like, younger children. It was, like, I was in, I think, middle school when this came out, and we were also all, like, freaking out over it, so... Yeah, it was just like a really when it came out, it was really well known. So I feel like a lot of people still kind of remember it and know it. It's still fresh in everyone's brain. Yeah, I agree. All right, next is the Little Mermaid. I think this one top five. Again, top five. I think this one's super well known. Everyone knows the Little Mermaid. This came at a time where this movie was a breakup movie for Disney. Um, it was so big, and it really is one that like a lot of people do remember. And I think it is that a classic. The characters are very well known. The plot. It's just everything about the movie makes it very memorable for audiences. Yeah. There's also, like, the already, there's, like, the fairy tale of The Little Mermaid, which I know is a little different. Um, but there's kind of, like, that helping it. So if you kind of know the tale, then you can kind of remember the movie. And it's just, like, such a classic Disney princess movie. Yeah. Like, everybody's seen this one. Okay. Number four? Yes. We Aladdin. have Aladdin. <laughs> Okay, so you want to talk about sure it? Of, I wasn't sure which one of us was speaking. Um, Aladdin. This is such a good movie. This is also really classic. Everyone knows the whole like genie in the bottle, three wishes. Um, I feel like everyone just like loves this movie. I don't know. It was it was really good. I feel like everyone's kind of seen it, loves it, remembers yeah, it. I agree. I think it has memorable characters, memorable music, memorable everything. Voice actors. Yeah. Is it memorable for us? Oh, Robin Williams is very memorable. And um, the one who plays Steve in Full House, he voices Aladdin. Cute. So that's good for him. Okay. That is good for him. Number three, top three, Beauty and the Beast. I think Beauty and the Beast is one that everyone remembers. Everyone knows it. It's super memorable. Um, This music is so well known. Like, Tales of the Time, Be Our Guest. Like, everybody knows it. Like if you, this is I like would, absolute it would be hard classic. It would be hard pressed to find someone who didn't know what Beauty and the Beast was. Yeah, even if you haven't seen it, I feel like you just still know what like it's about and what's happening yeah. in the movie. So yeah. that really that really helps. And there's like a lot of like I don't know like stuff that's kind of similar to this idea of Beauty and the Beast. So yeah, I think it's a good it's a great movie and more memorable. Okay, next number two we have The Lion King. This is a classic. Um, I feel like even if you're not, like, super big into, like, Disney princess movies, which I think a lot of Disney animation is Disney princess movies, oh um, or at least on our list. I in the next room with her boyfriend. Oh my god, I, I love that. It. <laughs> it's such a good um, movie. Ah. So, I think that a lot of people, even if you don't love, like, Disney princess animation, this is kind of the first one that comes to mind for, like, Disney animation that's especially not, like, princess-themed. Um, and everyone loves this. I watched this in my eighth grade, um, history class. Like, everybody loves this movie. Everybody knows this well, movie. Were you comparing it to um, that thing? Yeah. That, that story, yeah. I can't remember it. Yep. Well, it's not really based off that. It's more based off Hamlet. It's the same plot as Hamlet. Really? Mm-hmm. It is. I've never read Hamlet, but I just heard that. Okay. And number one, were you done talking about Lion King? I didn't yep. say anything about it, but I think Lion King obviously is so memorable. Everything about it is just iconic. Yep. Um, number one is Frozen One. I think, especially for our generation, maybe not the older generations, might not say the same thing, 
our generation, every single person. Of I don't know. I feel like a lot of the older generation as well, because like I remember I watched it in theaters and I loved it so much that I forced my grandmother to take me so I could watch it again. Yeah. Like I feel like a lot in of younger sense, kids yeah. watched it. But if you don't have kids, you probably have. If you don't have grand, yeah. If you don't have grandkids, um, if you don't have kids or grandkids, kids. you're not watching this movie. I don't know. I feel uh, like you might because like I know a lot of adults I like, would. just from like, <laughs> like I don't know because I feel like a lot of people do have kids so they had to watch it with their kids and i know like my mom and your mom they ended up loving the movie they were like oh my god this is great they and then did, i feel, they, like, kind I feel of like, like i feel like they might not have watched it without us watching it first yeah but i feel like once it becomes such a big hype i feel like even as an adult even if you didn't tell anyone i feel like you might have watched it just because it came became like such a hype thing like it was the it mainstream is. But, that I feel yeah. like even if you weren't a Disney fan, even if you like don't have kids, I feel like you ended up watching it anyway. Just to know, even like, if you didn't watch it, you know you know what it, what's about. You know let it go. Like if you yeah. you know let it go. Exactly. Um, everybody knows let it go. This that made that movie iconic and extremely well known and rememberable. Everyone knows that. It's it was a great new plot. It was the kind of the classic or not even classic. It was just like the whole like oh my god we didn't know the villain was coming like ah it was yeah. just like so good like everyone remembers it. It's a breakout movie and everyone it's just perfect i remember i didn't watch it right away i like took me a while to watch it but everyone at school was talking about it and they would sing all the songs at lunch and i was like oh my god i have to see this movie and then after a while we did i think i don't know i think me and my family might have i don't know if i saw it in theaters i must have but it was a little I bit after it, it was a little bit after like, it wasn't like first week because i remember that like, that week everyone was talking about it everyone was talking about frozen and all the songs like they were singing, they were like talk- yeah yeah I know we had the playlist in my third grade classroom on like repeat and at that point I'd seen the movie but I wasn't like super big into it when I first saw it and then once everyone kind of hyped it up a little bit I was like yeah this is a good movie and I rewatched it and I definitely liked it more um but I remember everyone just like the whole the playlist just on repeat in third grade I remember being like can we play like, something else I'm like we've heard this so much and I remember like saying something like that and everyone got so mad at me they're like, what are you talking about? This like these songs are so good. We are like not changing, and I wanted to be like, oh my god, I'm going crazy. They are really good. They are. Okay. All right, that is the three categories we are doing for today. A nice long episode. It is. <laughs> and next week we are doing three more categories, and then the... we telling you what the finals are. Yeah. So by next Disney, that's next finding the Disney best Disney movie episode is our last one. You'll get your answer at the end. Yes. Thanks for sticking around through the journey. I'm very excited for next week. Figure out what the best is. Next week will probably be tomorrow for us. (laughs) Probably. So (laughs) we won't have to wait as long as you guys, but. Yeah, we're banging through the series. Oh yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, have a great rest of your day, night, whatever time you're listening to this. And we'll see you in a week and a half. Oh, no, two weeks. Yes. I don't know why I said a week and a half. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to hear more of us, we post every single Friday. Or if you want to hear some of our past episodes, you can find us on Google, Anchor, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Breaker, Overcast, and Apple. If you enjoyed listening to us, please write us a five-star on Apple. It would be greatly appreciated. Make sure you tell all of your friends about the podcast. And as always, you can email us at yodeling.sock.puppets at gmail.com. This can also be found in the description. If you have any questions or comments, please make sure you email us. This episode of the podcast was directed by Sean and A, written by Sean and A, 
produced by Sean and A, voiced by Sean and A, edited by A, released by A, provided by Anchor, Web, by Nanny. Make sure to have a great day. Bye! Bye.